banging, banging the most Christian hip hop and R&B. Holy Culture Radio. Yo, what up? This your boy Marfamo Beats, and you're listening to the hottest show in the universe. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Took her out for his people just so he can stay in touch. Okay. Check the record books. It's better off you were with us. Call us punks, call us weak, call us chumps, call us dumb. Call the Verizon network and still see it's not enough. On the cable, on the web, on the phone, and call us whack. Go ahead and try to shut us down. Ain't no app for that. Tell the truth, don't write the same face. Born in H time, I got the words to save face. Christian means that when I eat the beat, I say my grace. If only God can judge you how you plan to beat the case. Can't beat it, Mike Jack couldn't either. All you get is one life, can't rewind or repeat it. I will do this till the day I take my last breath. Beautiful feet, I'm running till I take my last step. There's nothing they can do to stop what the Lord's doing. Come in the kitchen, take a look at what the Lord's doing. Radio don't play us, television mock us. The truth is still spreading, there's no way they can stop us. Pharisees throw stones at my glass house, but they don't see their own reflection when they bad mouth. You can lie, you can hate, you can run us down, but in the end, the gates of hell can't shut us down. In a stage, don't always equal success. No. Sometimes a bigger platform only brings stress. Yeah. I watch my life in doctrine and pray for the best. Lord. AT told me, let your light shine, homes. Even if they want to see you crash like Dow Jones. It's like Matt 16, who can come against it? You could be a Pharisee or you could be a witness. If we stay in the church, the world calls us religious. If we go on MTV, the saints think we're tripping. If we try to hit the streets with some thugs in seeing, with those back Sometimes I'm confused with who is my opposition I think I heard cheers when I fumbled the ball They claim they're on our team, but they're praying for our fall They hit Favorite mix show. And it was hot. Holy Culture Radio. Radio.
Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Doc Watson, man. That right there is off the new Lions and Liars album by Show Baraka. You know the song. If you don't, it's Shut Us Down featuring Lecrae. You know what I'm saying? Definitely a hot joint, man. Uh, you got to check it out, man. It's on iTunes now. Uh, you can get it in stores and what have you, man. So y'all go ahead, uh, get it in, check it out. You know what I'm saying? Today's show, man, we're going to get it in a different way. Uh, I decided to get down with some um, with some couples that rap together, uh, kind of illustrating um, the husband and wife combination, you know what I'm saying? Real big, man. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's good sometimes for us to look at how couples work together. Uh, so many times I meet artists out there that kind of leave their wives or husbands kind of, kind of, you know, in the tail end somewhere. And we got to remember that that's not godly at all. You know what I'm saying? We got to, uh, Remember that family comes first they're, they're your first ministry They're our first ministry And so many times It's so easy for us To get tangled up Inside of what we do Without considering our families So I talked to BJ about that And of course uh, Young Hate And uh, Mar for More Beats Man Chop It Up On our new part of our show A uh, new segment called uh, Well It's not really called Nothing Man It's just Marv getting it in The producer's corner You know what I'm saying Young Hate uh, uh, Talking to him Man about some issues He got uh, With other dudes Getting down like he is you know what I'm saying? So I'll let Young Hate explain that, though. But, yo, man, we about to get it in. Yo, uh, a little special something-something, man. This next joint, um, you know what I'm saying, is, is pretty special. Uh, it's on Show Baraka's album, man. Uh, it's called My Life. You know what I'm saying? It's featuring pro. Uh, to get this joint, you got to buy the bonus version, man. So make sure you all do that. Get the bonus joint. A couple dollars more ain't going to kill you, <laughs> even in this rough economy. All right, y'all. Here it is, man. Yeah. It's my life. Born in the Maple Leaf, now I'm in Atlanta. Live close to Hollywood, raised in the drama. God bless my mama, so she named me Baraka. Parents did the splits, so I split socially. Love moms when Pop broke out, he took the most of me. I hated the mirror, cause I struggled with my race. Every day I wish I was white, I'm such a disgrace. I had identity struggles, that was no secret. I was lucky if my closest friends could speak English. Just to fight that feeling, I made the decision. I can hate my face, I either hate the opposition. I'm hanging with the military. Buffalo soldiers, my friends in that room hanging word up posters. This is my tip to pull back the curtains and show you the life of a young man. It's my life, ain't no way that I can change it at all. Even if I tried, that's why I tried to go tear the wall down. Let you out, get a peek inside. But once you inside, I guarantee you won't like everything that, that you find. But what you find is the grace of love. All over my life, it's my life. They say they taught us to aim for nothing and look, we hit it dead on the floor. It's my life. They say they taught us to aim for nothing and look, we hit it dead on the floor. Chapter of my life, I see things different. Acting like Malcolm X, got my voice tripping. If I get silent treatment, so I start listening. Root of the issue, I just want some significance. If that means stuck in, I'll listen to pop. Smoke a little. Getting drunk up on the block, doing petty crimes, running from the cops. No one pops to kill me if I ever got caught. My man got shot, shot. Days later, he's dead. It's running through my head. We all allergic to lead. I'll never ever forget what my oldest brother said. You could be a dreamer, but don't live in your bed. So I left that life and I went to college. It's my 
status and knowledge. And if I didn't get it, then I'll go insane. I guess that's the result of life with bad snakes. Ain't no way that I can change it at all. Even if I tried, that's why I tried to go tear the wall down. Let you out, get a peek inside. But once you inside, I guarantee you won't like everything that that you find. But what you find is the grace of the Lord. Like Matt Damon, I was born for this mission. I heard a crazy message about the world's hero and how it was a righteous kill, Robert De Niro, and how he got punished when he did zero just to bring the cure to some sin sick people. Did some research, found none equal. Perfection wrapped in flesh to dead evil. Guess my biggest issue, I thought I was a Christian, but now I got a passion for Christ, Mel Gibson. I asked my man if he knew his way to heaven. He said, sure. They open doors around seven and close at three, so go get your blessings. Guess it's my fault for assuming this understanding. He knows what he needs, he's scared to explore why. Eternity's on his heart, Christ hits the night side. is Holy Culture Radio. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Dot Watson, man. CLE Radio. Hey, it's about to go down. April. April Fool's, my favorite month, man. I love fooling people, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a big jokester. Um, so, I want to start this show off by letting y'all know there is no show. Uh, I decided to cancel it. It's, um, it's over. Uh, matter of fact, man, I'm going secular as of right now. I'm no longer doing Christian hip-hop. Um, yeah, man, that's what it is. So I'ma holler at y'all later. No I'm kidding. All right, what's up, man? We got... <laughs> hey, for fools. Anyways, we got a uh, my man Hollywood Holly in the house. His wife Rose D. We doing a special um, show today. We, we uh, we're gonna highlight you know people that work together, that that are married, that are bonded, that are doing music together. Now I know not everyone can do music together. I'm not trying to say that. I'm saying like. This is just illustrating the fact that your husbands and wives are coming together, doing things together for the kingdom and not separating because of music, you know what I'm saying? So this is the ultimate thing right here where on one, on one side of it, you got people that's, that's not able to, to understand or be together doing ministry of music and, and Christ. And you got the, the, other, the other aspect of it is right here, what we're going to do is talk to a couple that's coming together because of it, you know what I'm saying? So it's, and, 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 you know, and also because they're doing Christian hip hop and there's more to it than that, but this is just something I thought was real special. So that being said, we got my man, Hollywood Holly in the house. What's up, man? Yo, what up, what up, man? What's going on, Doc? Thanks for having me on, man. It's definitely a blessing. And what up, all the listeners, man? God bless you. And I just thank y'all for tuning in. It's going to be a wonderful show. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yo, uh, yeah, yeah, um, Yo, listeners, man, uh, God bless you for me, too. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, you can't be standing me up at my show, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just wanted to make sure I gave him some love. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to put him out there, but that's my bad. But. I, don't give, I don't give my listeners love, man. You know what I'm saying? They don't... I don't do that. No, I'm kidding. But that, that's, that's what's up, man. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, I'll tell you. 
I'm messing with y'all, man. Rose D, uh, man, go ahead and introduce your wife to us, man. This is my wonderful, beautiful companion, wife, Mrs. Rose D. Say hi to the people, sweetheart. Hi everyone. <laughs> what's up? What's up? It's your girl Rose D. College girl at Twitter at Rose D757. Wow, man. That's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. You can give her a shout out, man. She takes advantage of that and says, hit me on the tweet. That's what's up though, man. See, that's what that's what it's about, man. Women women think about things that we don't think of, man. True or false. True or false? Good you know what I'm saying? That is real false. That is so true, man. Thank you, man. My wife, she's always thinking. I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, man. No, I'm sorry. Uh, but I ain't gonna talk over you, bro. But yeah, uh, my wife, she always, man. Seriously, like, when definitely when I go out to minister and things like that, she's always letting me know certain things I need to do. Stuff that I don't even be thinking about. Like, how you should do this, you should do that. So she always keeps me on my toes. And she brings up stuff that a lot of times I don't even be thinking about. So. Definitely, women is needed. When God said that the man should not be alone, that is real talk. That's what's up, man. And I and I appreciate y'all coming on the show like this, man. Um, I kind of want to just get the album, you know, real quick. I know we uh, were illustrating the relationship, but I definitely want to get into your musical side and just kind of talk about that, which you know your wife's involved in. Um, one of the things is you got the album out. Uh, I believe it's called CBF The Movement Volume One, right? That is right. Yes, sir. Now is that the first joint you dropped? That's 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 the first that's the first I heard you. That was a, that was a while ago when you dropped it back in June. So, was there anything before that, or was this the first official album on the label that you dropped? First official album on the label. I, I did uh, some some tracks at the beginning. It was over industry beats, but I didn't put nothing out at all. It was just kind of like the the beginning stages of me really knowing that this little guy was calling me to do something. This is the CBF the movement is the first official album for myself and for the label. So yeah, God has definitely been doing this thing, which is exciting. That's what's up, man. So off off the first project, I mean, what was to you, what, what was, uh, you know, just, just going through the album process, you know, a lot of folks don't realize when you do an album, it's not like you just go in the studio and record a bunch of cool songs and you're done and it's all good and everyone's happy, like, what are some of the things you went through went through on this album, you know, what are, what are some of your trials and errors and victories while recording this record that, that you uh, that you dealt with? Really just keeping the whole ministry aspect in with it was like a, it's something that I learned, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's, it's cool to just make hot music, but at the really end of the day, like, you know what I mean? Just understanding, like, every song that I'm writing, I need to really have a reason why I'm writing it otherwise, other than it's just going to make people dance. Uh, people really going to like this hook. So that's something that I really developed and I learned on this one. You know what I'm saying? That really yeah. everything I have to do has to be ministry. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, it's lives being changed, you know what I'm saying, by the music that I'm putting out. You know what I'm saying? So that's, yeah. that's some things that I learned, man. You know what I mean? Throughout the album, I really learned that I just make, I got to make sure I focus on uh, making music that is ministry at the same time hot, but really just at the end of the day being ministry. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, and I think that's that's easy to lose focus of. You know what I mean? It's um for a lot of people. I know uh, our label went through it. You know, doing music and stuff. You, we try to pinpoint. You know, and we try to we try to push Jesus a certain way. But you know, like a lot of times, you don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? You just got you just got to keep the ministry focused on it, and 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 then that way, you know, God will will it the way He sees it. But you know, a lot of times we get our own ideas. You know, we start we start uh 
getting our, our fingers in there and twisting things around. Next thing you know, man, you're not doing it for God no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. And that could easily happen, man, if you don't stay focused and, and really understand what's the real reason why you're doing this for. So, yeah, man, I, I definitely feel you, bro. Uh, and, and if I could share something, um, when we started recording, um, one thing I did notice, you know, during that time frame, which really blessed my heart, I was, you know, Hollywood Holly, you know, I call him Josh, but y'all know him as Hollywood Holly, but Joshua, you know, he would go into the prayer closet, like, you know, laid out, like, on his face, you know, and ask God, what would you have me to say to your people? So one of the things that, you know, I want to share with, you know, you guys and with everybody that's listening, some things that they may not know, you know, in the developmental process of this album is that, you know, at that time frame when the album was being made, there wasn't necessarily a blueprint like, okay, we're going to do the 12 tracks and this is what we're going to do on each track and we just going to call it TBS The Movement. It was like every single song, you know what I'm saying, he would go back into the prayer closet, you know, he would pick out a beat, ask God, okay, what do you want me to do with this beat? And he'll lay the hook and then, you know, from there he'll ask God, what do you want me to say to your people? And it'll be like that throughout, like, the whole process. And it really started out just, you know, as, you know, really one song at a time. Um, at that time, we didn't even have any plans of starting a record label. Maybe three songs into it, you know, God laid it in my heart for us to go forward with the with the record label, Kingdom World Records. And so, you know, we sent our articles of incorporation, got that, and then went to the city, got our business license and stuff like that. But, um, wow. so I just wanted to share that. And the things that we learned about that is, you know what I'm saying, music is very powerful and... You know, if you go before God and allow Him to use your words um, to minister to His people, you know, the oil is on it. Like, you you just know, you know what I mean? So one thing we learned about it is that anybody can make music, but God, you know what I'm saying, when you give it, give your gift before God, give it back to God, you know, um, He gives you favor, He gives you grace, He gives you, you know, direction. So one of the things that we did learn about it is, you know, keeping everything before God. Yeah, that's big right there. That's that's exactly what you know we're looking for is is you know what are some of the things that was going on that we can't see. You know what's what's it look like? If I was to watch a reality TV show, how would it look? You know what I'm saying? Like what would what would it be like? I think so many times uh, a lot of people just don't know what it looks like to really worship God the way that you that you need to when you're doing His ministry, when you're doing His work. Uh, it's it's a it's a worship process, you know. It's and it's it's a uh, it's allowing God to use you. It's giving up on what you want, your will, and letting, letting His will be your will, and totally understanding it. But it's a growth process, though. It isn't like you won't walk in and just understand it. Sometimes you have to go through recording the album or or failure or whatever that you do. That that it could be music, it could be anything else. You know what I'm saying? But kind of have to go through a process of growth. It's kind of like God uh, chisels at us during that time. Would y'all agree with that? Yeah, I definitely do, man. I definitely believe that, man. And, you know what I'm saying? Because it's a journey that we're taking with the Lord. So every day we're going to learn His voice more and know when to hear from Him. Because sometimes we miss it. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely agree with you on that, man. It's definitely a process of really learning to really seek His face and to really hear from Him when we're doing music projects, ministry, whatever we're doing. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely a process. It's always making sure you, you know what I mean, you put him first. You know what I mean? So I agree. Yeah. 
That's what's up, man. So where y'all where y'all from? Where, where where are y'all located? Help us out with that. Well, we from Virginia. I mean, I mean, I'm actually I was born in Pensacola, Florida, but you know what I'm saying. So I got love for my Florida folks. So I ain't forget about y'all. I got love for y'all. I do rep Florida, but I was raised in Virginia Beach, like since I was like 12 years old. I moved back and forth all my life, and I've been in Virginia Beach permanent since I was 12. And, you know, I'm 25 now, so I've been here for a long time. So I rep the V to the fullest. And Han, I know you want to go ahead and say where you're from, too, huh? Yes, um, God, well, I'm from the Philippines. I was born there, and, you know, to make it, to make the long story short, uh, I was eight years old on my birthday. The Mount Pinatubo volcano erupted, and I was evacuated. Um, so I moved to Oklahoma, stayed there for three years because my dad was in the military, and then moved back to Virginia. I mean, you know, we transferred to Virginia from Oklahoma. So um, from there, I just been here, made Virginia my home. Wow. Yeah, that's, I know there's a lot there to talk about. We'll have to get into that when we, when we get into the second part of the interview. Well, we're kind of at a point in time now, you know what I'm saying, where we got, we have a little tradition on the show. Everyone knows what it is. Basically, uh, what we do is we let the artists pick out the music they want to play. You know what I'm saying? So whether it's your song or whatever, it don't matter. Just give us uh, the song that you want us to play. Um, and at the same time, a little background on the song and, and why you chose that song. All right. So you want to continue that song right now? Uh you're on the spot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you was transitioning like you was on that. All right, well, um, wow. Lord, what song should we play first? Uh, um, his Heart. His Heart? His Heart, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, I love His Heart. That's, his Heart just, it just talks to, you know what I mean, to everybody. Um, young to season. I don't call him old. Season. From young to season, men and women. You know, it just it just reaches all people. I think his heart is is definitely the song we should play first. And just to give a a background on it, uh, just to well, say a little bit on top of what my wife already said, is that uh, when I was writing this song, I was just thinking about a lot of unsaved loved ones and people who I don't know. And I'm um, like, man, only if they knew God's heart, you know what I'm saying, it wouldn't be, you know what I'm saying, living the way that they're living, you know what I'm saying? Because once you really understand how much God loves you, it really transforms your life. And I know it did for me. Once I really understood how much he loved for me and how much he cared for me, it really transformed my life. So when I was, you know, praying like, Lord, what should I say on this song? What direction I go? That came in. And I was just really thinking about all my people that I grew up with that still are living that life. And I was like, man, only if they knew God's heart, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? They definitely wouldn't be living this way. They wouldn't be a bondage. They would be free. So it was just really heavy on my heart, you know what I'm saying, about a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of my friends and people all over the world who still have the to that realization that Jesus is Christ and He is the Lord, so that's what it's you know, what I mean, that's where the inspiration of the song came from. So, no doubt, man. Well, here it is, man. His heart, you know, what I'm saying Hollywood, Hollywood featuring Neek on CLE Radio. Fix but never complete the task. Five years later, still dealing with the same thing. Yeah. 
Only if you do Christ hard, it could change things. Give you new hope. I see you lost there. Trapped inside the world with you, love is all set. Not an asset. That's a crying shame. But it all can change if you say his name. He's saying waiting for you. All your sins can be forgiven. No longer will your pain have to be hidden. Let it be exposed. He already knows. Allow his love and his mercy to overflow. In your darkest hour, you can find light. And through him, you can have life. You will change no longer the same. No more pain. Erase all your shame. Give your strength to make it through the rain. Been a long time, been done over many times. Cause you're looking for love, but it ain't lost. It's in the man, the hung on the cross. Died for your sins, but you choose death. I can't relate. Cause I was there to save, but God's grace should have been dead a long time ago. But his mercy wouldn't let me go. He do the same for you. I pray you see the truth and start receiving lies. His thoughts for you are good. And he has a plan for your life. Read Jeremiah 29:11. Receive the words of heaven with a clear understanding. So no longer. No longer will your harvest have to be barren. No longer will your harvest have to be barren. Do what you keep running away. He loves you so much, he gave everything. His only son beat and slain. You will change no longer the same. No more pain, erase all your shame. Keep your strength to make it through the rain. With the hottest Christian hip hop and R&B. Yeah, CLE Radio. It's your boy Doc, man. That song was His Heart. Hollywood Holly featuring Neek. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know where to get that, man. iTunes, where I got it. Nice album. I love it. Check it out, man. We got Rose in the house now. What's going on? Yeah. Hey, what's up, what's up? Right now, in case you skipped ahead, you know what I'm saying, and missed part of the show, 
What we're doing is we're interviewing, you know, the husband and wife combinations that do music together, that work real close together while doing music. Um, Hollywood Holly's wife's name is Rose D. Uh, and she's, uh, we just interviewed him, so you might want to rewind it a little bit <laughs> and, get, and get the first part of the show. But in case you just want to go ahead and let it roll, uh, we got them both on the line right now. I'm really excited to have them on. So uh, with that being said, um, to continue the interview, uh, now, Rose, you had said something very interesting. You kind of had a little bit of a story about uh, where you came from, um, stuff like that. How is being from the Philippines, how is that, uh, how is that culture of where you're from, you know, reflected on, on who you are now as far as, you know, living in America? Like, at what point in time did you move? And, and then uh, what was that like, the transition? Oh, that's funny. Um, I always share this story, you know, to my friends and to people who, you know, I'm just meeting for the first time. Um, it was a culture shock, seriously. Like, you know, where I come from, it's a third world country. And <laughs> I always say this, you know, when I was evacuated from, from there, I came to the United States and, you know, I was in like third grade. And one day they had like an all out school um, physical exam. And of course, you know, they check all the kids and stuff like that. And they check me. <laughs> And they check my hair, you know, for lice and stuff like that. And to me, that's normal. Like, everybody that I knew from the Philippines had lice. And so we came here with lice and stuff like that. And I was in school, and they checked me for lice, and they sent me home. You know, of course, I wasn't embarrassed. I'm like, yeah, that's just how we did it. You know, that's just how we were. But they, you know, they sent me home. They were like, she can't come back until, you know, all the lice is off her head. But I came here, you know, really, like, it was, it was, amazing you know because coming from a third world country it's like you don't really have that much and then you come here and it's like everything is so great you know i mean it looks clean the streets are like you know you might have potholes here and there but to us you know coming from dirty you know dirty roads you know and you don't even have concrete a lot of it's like gravel and stuff like that to here everything is pavement it was like wow this is different you know everybody had cars there a lot of people walked or you, had, you was on tricycle or you was on bike so it was like a culture shot it was like a dream, you know, um, in the Philippines, everybody always talk about going to the United States, going to the America, because, you know, this is like the dream to come here. But, uh, mm. you know, it was, it was, it was, yeah, it was a culture shock in a way because I had to leave everything behind, you know what I mean? Like, to be evacuated, you don't really have uh, that time to prepare. You just, you just had to go. Um, so I left all my family members there, all my possessions and belonging, and, you know, me and my mom and my brother and sisters, we just, you know, came over to USA, and from there, it's just, it's just been, you know, a journey. It's just been a real, real journey. Wow. You know, you said something key, something that I discovered when I was um, over in Iraq and Pakistan, stuff like that, is... I know a lot of times, man, we complain about our situation, and I don't mean to be insensitive towards people that are dealing or suffering in America, but I wish I wish that everyone could have the opportunity, you know what I'm saying, to go to a different country that's not doing as well, which is a lot of them when, when it comes to America, because we're a very rich country, um, and see how it is, you know what I'm saying? That way you can understand what opportunities you really do have. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times we, we, we lock our minds out, you know what I'm saying? We... We take ourselves out of a situation. It's not that we don't have it. It's that it's just we we take ourselves away from it. You know what I mean? Where it's all like, like school, like school. School is a good example. Like just a real quick story. Like I remember being in Iraq and we opened the schools back up. To, you know, we helped we we helped them do that. And the girls were going back to school and they had their little outfits on. And man, they were so happy. Like 
they could not believe they were going to school. And I was trying to remember a time when I was a kid where anyone was happy about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, like I gotta go to school. What? But you know, we just we've lost. It's 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 just our culture as as a as a human race. Like we lose. We whatever we have a lot of, we don't value. You know what I'm saying? It's always what we don't have that we put the highest value on. So it's like, to us, school is like, yeah, it's cool, whatever. Some, some folks do value school, you know what I mean? But others others don't value it until you get to college, you got to pay for it. And then when you fail, that that costs you 500 to eight to $800 at a, at a regular school. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy, man. It's definitely crazy. So, okay. It is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. We're getting back on on topic man uh, Rose so like what's what's your role like like you know right now I know folks is wondering well dang does, does Rose rap you know what I'm saying is she a singer is what does she do so what what do you do oh yeah this is this is pretty much you know I mean every everything that I do is it's so I, I wear different hats and you know Richie Righteous our brother Rich Righteous he came down and um, that was one of the things that God's been dealing with me, you know, is not to wear too many hats, you know. So he came down, he was like, man, you know, y'all got too many things going on, so y'all gotta, you know, get it focused. Um, I, I do rap. When we started, that was something that I wanted to develop. Like, I have never rapped before. I started out writing poems at the age of 13. Uh, my dad, you know, he blasted 103 Jams, one of the biggest radio stations here. It's, it's a secular radio station. So growing up, I listened to, you know, Nas, Biggie Pie, Jay-Z. Um, and I started out writing poems. And one day I was like, you know what, after I got saved, I was like, man, I really want to take what God is giving to me, you know, to minister to the young ladies out here. So I wanted to take that seriously and I wanted to put it in music and use that for the kingdom. So I asked Josh, that's actually how we met. I was like, you know, can you please help me write bars? Um, so I, I do rap. It's a developing skill. Um, but more so, um, I just, I, you know, I, I support my husband and, and, and all that he does, you know. Um, I play a lot of roles in a way, like, you know, I do artist management, I push his music, try to get it out to DJs, try to book his shows, um, you know, try to get venues set up and stuff like that. So really, like, I'm behind the scene rapper, like, I get on, but right now that's not my season. Um, you know, right now I'm allowing the Lord to do some internal work in me. Um, I don't want to go before my time because I take it seriously, like, this is ministry to me and I don't want to you know, get on stage and my, you know, I'm not, I'm not supposed to be there. So I want to take time and kind of like be incubated, you know, um, allowing God to develop my character so that when I do minister, you know, I mean, he'll be glorified in, in the way that he needs to be. So right now, you know, I'm just pushing my husband and, and, and everything that he has blessed me with, like as far as my business minded, my entrepreneurial uh, spirit, you know, everything that God has gifted me with, I want to use that to advance his kingdom and, you know, help my husband in the gift that, in the gift things that God has given him through rapping and ministry, because, you know, like, soon he'll be an ordained pastor. So, I mean, he's just not like a, he's not like a rapper on stage that's just rapping about, you know, positive music, sort of speak. You know what I mean? Like, he, he reads his words and stuff like that, which encourages me. And so when he gets on stage, you know what I mean? Like, I have to really say, he lives what he's talking about on stage, which, you know, I know we're trying to get off the subject, but I just kind of want to touch bases on that because I think 
that's one of the things that blesses me when it comes to his ministry. You know, as his wife, I can see his life behind closed doors and on stage. And when he's on stage and he's preaching, not really preaching, but you know what I mean, like talking to the youth, getting down to their level, you know, and laying the term as far as like what's going on in their environment. I can truly say, yeah, he's lived that and he's been victorious in those areas because I see him behind closed doors. And there's power, you know, there's power in that. So pretty much what I do, you know what I'm saying, behind the scenes, you know, when God instilled it in my heart to pray for him, pray for his ministry, um, pray for, you know, the youth that he's going to minister to, you know, cover him, um, intercede for him, you know, encourage him. Um, and the things that he does, you know, as a wife, these are I'm the things that I'm saying more so are like, you know, roles of a wife. Um, roles are, role, the roles that I play as far as like, you know, um, the record label, you know, trying to get stuff out there, you know, so that way people can hear his music, you know, and, um, you know, build relationships because that's one of the things that guys is really, you know, taking me under his wings to show me like, in this in this business, you know, it's not like the secular record labels where you you know you you make connections and and you go from there. You here in the kingdom, you know, you establish godly relationships, and God is the one that opens and closes doors. So you don't really have to, you know. I don't want to say this quote unquote, you know, uh, try to obtain the favor of men, which. I know I'm getting all out of subject, but you know, I'ma just uh, just say this, and then I I'll let you ask me all you know your questions. Um, one thing I'm learning, like when it comes to you know DJs and stuff like that, I can kind of see where, and I'm 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 treading on on ice here when I say these things. Um, but I'm I'm asking the Holy Spirit even now, like I'm praying in my spirit, Lord, guide my words. You know, I, I see that sometimes, you know, when we see DJs. You know how we can kind of, you know what I mean, like try to get in their favor and you know, and, and, and all the wrong motives because we're artists and we want DJs to play our music and stuff like that. And then vice versa, I see DJs, you know, who are somewhat biased. You know, they play the ones that they're cool with. You know, not necessarily whose music they they receive. You know what I'm saying? So they they blast the ones that they really like and the ones they're cool with. So. You know what I'm saying? It's, it it kind of messes you up as, as a person if you're not secure and you submit your music to other people and you're not secure because then you'll take it as a rejection. You know what I'm saying? And I'm speaking from experience because I've done that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've sent down stuff and folks don't play our music. Some people don't even respond. And it messes with me. You know what I'm saying? One thing that I learned about that is that, you know what I'm saying? First of all, God opens and closes all doors. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, even if they do or don't play your music, you know, glory to God anyway, you know what I'm saying? Um, as far as DJs, you know, I mean, I, I feel like they are the voice. Like, without without DJs and, you know, everyone who works behind the scenes to get music out there, without them, seriously, there would be no us. Like, we can't be heard. So, I mean, to all the DJs, I want to say thank y'all for all your hard work. Sometimes you guys go without a lot of credit. You know what I'm saying? I know sometimes you guys probably get a lot of music, you know, and, and a lot of people try to establish relationships with y'all for the wrong reason. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to say, you know, I encourage y'all DJs, you know, but to, to God be the glory, you know what I'm saying? And letting him use y'all because y'all could be spending some other worldly music, but y'all don't, you know, and some, some of y'all don't even get paid. Y'all just do it for the love of it and for God. So I just want to say that. Um... 
And thank you definitely, you know, Dot, for all your hard work. I know, you know, I know how it is, you know. Um, not not hand in hand, because, you know, we don't have a radio station, but, you know, I just want to say thanks. Um, but I don't know how we got onto that. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to be quiet. Yeah, Rose, I feel what you're saying, man. I wanted to encourage you, you know, because a lot of people uh, don't always don't always play you know, music right away. It takes time. Uh, sometimes it is relationship building. Sometimes it's just seeing them somewhere. Um, but uh, a lot of folks go through that, though. A lot of people out there. I'll tell you how crazy it is. Producers feel that way when they don't get their beats picked. Radio stations feel that way when they don't get a response from an artist that's supposed to be on their show. Rappers feel that way when their stuff doesn't get played. I mean, it's, you know, uh, it's it's show promoters feel that way when folks don't show up on time. Like, because uh, we, we get our feelings met, you know mixed into it because we work so hard and sometimes we want to see the results, you know what I mean? But stay encouraged, because the stuff y'all are doing, I think, is, is definitely um, what God wants for y'all. It's just, it just takes time. If, if he gave it all to us at one time, something that he, that he revealed to me, if he gives it all to us at one time, then we won't we won't value it. Just like we were talking about earlier about, you know, value, you know what I'm saying? Like, we'll, we won't we won't have a value there. We'll we'll think it's so easy, and you know, and, and that's why a lot of people don't, don't like doing this stuff, because they don't want to sit down and, you know, mail off CDs or email people or, or deal with relationships. You know what I'm saying? They'd rather just make it real. I'll just give you this, you play it, I get paid. You know, that's how a lot of folks think. You know what I'm saying? I know y'all don't, but I just wanted to encourage y'all though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I know how hard it is, man. I was building with what he did before in the 70s, and he said it's tough, man. He's like, I get submissions every day, man. So you just don't know. I get music coming uh, to, to me every day. Catch it, like, you know, play my music, play my music. And, you know, he said sometimes it's hard because he really wants to know what's the heart behind, you know, and you know what I'm saying? Before he just starts spinning his music, you know what I'm saying? And I know it's hard because you got to decipher through all that. You know what I mean? I know how, I know how hard it is for y'all for it because I know y'all.
like when we first got married, that was a stronghold, you know, for me. Like, cause I'm all like, you know, obsessive compulsive back then. I'm like, yo, stuff gotta be straight. But uh, now, you know what I'm saying? He throws his stuff everywhere and it's not, it's not that bad, so. Yeah, that's part of that's part of marriage, man. That's part of marriage, you know what I mean? Nah, the reason I ask that, man, just, just to show everybody, you know what I'm saying, that everybody goes through it. It ain't just, you at home right now, it ain't just you, man. You know what I'm saying? It, it ain't just you, girl. It's it's, it's everybody. I, we go through it here, you know, my wife and I, man. I'm, I'm more of the organized one. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of those freaks to life. I'm, I'm a freak to life. I'm, I'm creative and organized. People don't get it. You know what I'm saying? How can you be organized and you're so creative? It's like, well... I don't know. That's God, man. I know how it be, It's a blessing, though, like I said, they can they, they just scroll together, man, really learn each other's stuff, and things, you know what I'm saying, that one doesn't like another, and then just working together, compromising to just make, just to push the marriage for, for, for more happiness, working together. So this is a, definitely a journey, you know what I mean? But we're excited and we, we love each other, so we will keep pushing. That's, that's what I'm talking about, man. Well, y'all, y'all go ahead and hit, hit us up with one more song. You know what I'm saying? What, uh, what y'all want to play next? Um, let's do um, Big Deal. Uh, let's do Big Deal. This song is really just amping Christians up to really see yourself, uh, who you are. You're a big deal in Christ. It's not a song that's boastful. I, I cleared that up for a while in the beginning uh, when I went to a lot of churches. Just to let them know I'm not boasting, y'all, but I do know who I am in Christ because it's good that all of us see who we are in Christ and with big deals in his eyes. And, uh, you know, we serve a big God. So that's what the song's about. It's talking about just being a big deal in the Lord. So spend it, man. <laughs> all right, man. Here it is. Big deal. We'll get back with y'all in a minute. Shit. You know, it's a lot of talk, you know what I mean? Yeah, I am talking. Day seven in the same, and we here, baby. It's your boy. It's your boy. Yes, I'm a pretty big deal. Glory to the king, he the reason why I'm ill. Pinky brain brain, yeah, work for Battle Mill. Don't need on me, hater, and be that Christ I feel. Yes, I'm a pretty big deal. Glory to the king, he the reason why I'm ill. Piggy ring playing, yeah, work for Battle Mill. Don't need on me, hater, and be that Christ I feel. To the king, he the reason why I'm hot. Yeah, we about to change the game. I ain't playing no more. Trying to put me in the box, trying to hold a brother down. Cause they heard that Jesus losing and it's about to go down. Cause I flip my flow to the point where they know Jesus Christ is the source of the music. So being saved is the reason why I do it. If that ain't your mission, well, you in the way. The man that fixed tree, the window away in Jesus' name. Save boys, it's off the chain. You see how we do it, man. Do it, man. Yes, I'm a pretty big deal. Glory to the king, he the reason why I'm ill. Pinky brain brain, yeah, work for Battle Mill. Don't hate on me, hater, and be that Christ I feel. For real, yes, I'm a pretty big deal. Glory to the king, he the reason why I'm ill. Pinky brain brain, yeah, work for Battle Mill. Don't hate on me, hater, and be that Christ I feel. For real. They call me Young Holly, yeah, I'm a king's kid, man, I start like my daddy, I ain't talking no caddy, he came to serve, so I serve, I don't need no Denali, but if you're talking money, I can match you with stack, and wealth for the wicked, we bringing it back, you heard that music, fam, how you feeling about that, we taking over, oh nah, yeah, that's our yield, 
so you better get ready, man. We coming there. Yes, I'm a pretty big deal. Glory to the king, he the reason why I'm ill. Pinky brain brain, yeah, I work for battle mill. Don't hate on me, hater, and be that Christ I feel. For real, yes, I'm a pretty big deal. Glory to the king, he the reason why I'm ill. Pinky brain brain, yeah, I work for battle mill. Don't hate on me, hater, and be that Christ I feel. Culture Radio. Yo, what's going on? CLE Radio is Doc Watson. Back on the air with you, man. We got my man, uh, uh, Frog, and his wife. She goes by the name of Toad. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Eric and Megan Schaefer. Uh, they got an album out called The Illustration. Um, definitely uh, something to check out. Uh, we got Eric on the phone right now. You know, we're kind of highlighting the, the, the husband-wife combination, doing music together, which... But you know, you don't see a lot of man. It's real special uh, when you see that. So um, you know, when, when there's an opportunity for that. So I like to just kind of you know chop it up with uh, with Eric a little bit. To, you know, find out uh, more about the album. So talking about that, let's go ahead and get into it. Eric, what's good, man? Man, how you doing, Doc Watson on CLA CLE Radio? <laughs> Did you say CL, CLA Radio? I said, my bad. Man. <laughs> I got a little excited. Jumped the gun a little bit. I thought maybe you, nah. you sound kind of country, man. See all like a radio, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, man, you know, um, trying to fit in. You know, you down in what Tennessee, right? Memphis? Nah, no, no, we we uh, we kind of like near Nashville, kind of in the Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yo, man, what is, what is the album? What is the album the illustration about, bro? What is that about? Man, the album illustration. Um. We actually, when we were writing the songs for the album, man, we had all the uh, the songs done, and we actually didn't have a name. We I had a name, but I didn't like it anymore. And so we were kind of going nameless on the album. And uh, after sitting back and reflecting on the album and looking at all the songs, I noticed that all of the songs were like testimony songs and uh, stuff that we've been going through and, uh, and going through or what we have been, gone through. And so I was like, well, I don't want to name the album Testimonies or Book of Testimonies or, you know, I didn't want to name it some cliche because everybody and their mama got, you know, an album called something, something that has to do with testimony. So what I did was I looked up the word testimony and looked for synonyms that, that meant the same thing. And I came across the word illustration and I was like, boom, there it is. Hmm. Okay. So of course, you know, I gotta ask you. We talked about it a couple times. You know, what I'm saying, um, what now? What's up with the name Frog and Toad? You know, what I'm saying, Frog and Toad. It, it, it's it's interesting. Uh, it's funny how it came about. Um, when I was rapping with, uh, for the world, and I was a secular artist, I uh, I went uh, by the name of Jack Frost, and that was uh, you know my street name. And uh, once I gave my life, I stopped rapping. I was singing, you know, in this group and. 
I didn't call myself, but Eric did, you know. But then uh, they had asked me to rap for one of their songs. And so when I wrote the rap, I was like, well, what do I call myself now? You know, and my wife was like, well, why don't you call yourself Frog? You know, because her brother had a little toy that had Frog on there. And it was an acronym fully relying on God. Mm. So I was like, I like that. So and it stuck with me, you know. And then sooner uh, later, I actually was doing stuff by myself. And then uh, then I started doing stuff for my brother-in-law and DJ, uh, who's a singer. Um, but then God really uh, wanted to call ourselves Frog and Toad just as a joke, you know. He didn't like it, so <laughs> but I didn't quite fly, but. Um, I think a couple months later, uh, God had really revealed that my wife was supposed to be um, side by side with me, doing the ministry with me. And, and um, we figured, and we were like, well, are we going to call ourselves Frog and Toad? And we were like, well, just Toad me. So one day we were just, you know, chilling in Bible study one day with the homies. And one of our friends actually blurted out. He was like, totally out against the devil. We were like, there it is. And so from then on, we went by fully relying on God and totally out against the devil. And it's crazy because God is actually, we actually have to live by those names, man. Mm -hmm. And I know everybody, everybody's called to be a frog and a toad. But I mean, like, like big deal? Or like, seriously? We, we've actually had, it's funny because every situation that we've gone through, man, it's like, God reminds me of what I call myself. Right. You know, it's like, are you going to really, uh, are you going to be fully relying on God? It was like, how could you go out there and call yourself that if you're not relying on him? And I was like, ooh. So it, it just stuck with me and everybody knows me by frog now. And that, that's why people just call me frog. That's crazy, man. So what a, when, when we're calling the album, you know, as a couple, you know what I'm saying? How was that working together as a couple on the album? Oh my gosh, our first one that we came out with took like five years to come out with um, for a whole bunch of different reasons. Uh, we won, we weren't ready, some aspects and you know, me trying to start up a label by myself, you know, uh, and then being the CEO of a, group, of a group and the actual artist of the group doesn't always work that well, uh, especially if you're husband and wife. Because, you know, the CEO or executive producer would say, well, I want it this way. And then the artist would like, I don't, I don't think it should be that way, you know, <laughs> or, or it's like, or, you know, and I'm, I'm just giving you real, you know, like situations, you know, there's a one uh, instance where I told my wife, I said, I really think you should do it this way. And she was like, well, I don't think we should do it this way. And I'm like, but I kind of had the final say. I want it that way she was like but I'm your wife we are one and I was like oh god so there's many struggles in being a husband and wife so it, it was it was, the first one was definitely hard to get out but the second one it was challenging but at the same time it it was blessed at the end you know what I'm saying yeah yeah so but I mean it's challenging I'm not gonna lie because when you're in our instance, you know, it's like I, I try to bring out the best in my wife, you know, and sometimes it, it just doesn't come out right, you know, so I can be a little harsh, you know, and it, it's it's not looked at the aspect of, you know, I'm the leader and I need you to follow. It's, it's something else, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so. I feel you. Yeah, it can be it can be a challenge, man. Working, you know, working with with the family. You know, we treat our a lot of times we treat the wives different 
vice versa, you know what I mean, because they're so close to us, you know what I mean, like, and so we, we expect them to understand sometimes when a lot of times, you know, we have to talk to them more and, and explain, you know, and it's the same thing the other way, wives do the same thing, you know, they they, uh, they have their moments, we're closer, like when you, friends, you won't treat friends like that at first, they're around you all the time though, and, and staying in your crib, you probably would, <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying, but you get a, you get a break from your friends, well, your wife, you know, is, is you got to grow and build and and uh, you know there's, there's always gonna be differences and I, i'm glad my wife and i we, we have a lot of differences you know we're uh we're definitely opposites attract in some areas you know what i'm saying but mm-hmm. it's good though we balance each other out man she uh she makes me slow down once in a while focusing on uh on other things except you know besides just the normal stuff you know but now just real quick man um when it comes to when it comes to your your, your former ministry you know and, and what you're focusing on and things like that. What what are some what are some things that you really try to stay focused on when it comes to, to talking to the youth or talking to people in the church? Like, what are some of the things you really try to stay stay as, as a uh, stay in your heart as a value? Like, what do you what do you what do you focus on in ministry? Man, the, the biggest thing that we try to you know, and this is for both of us, uh, but mainly for me is really having a, a real relationship with God. And, and having your heart open to hear, you know, what he has to say to you, you know, and um, not allowing the religion to take over the relationship, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, uh, you know, we, we always tell the youth and we even tell, you know, grown folks, hey, stay in your word, study to show yourself approved. You know, and it's like you, you need to stay. You can't just always go off of what the pastor says because the pastor sometimes might be wrong. You know, and you, you need to be in your word, your word for yourself so that way you would know the truth. Right. You know, so that's the biggest thing is really having a relationship with God that's one on one versus having a relationship with God through your pastor and somebody else. Right. Okay. Well, definitely, man. Well, yo. Real quick, man, we about to go ahead and pick out a, a song, you know what I'm saying, to play for everybody, man. Go on ahead and give us something that you got uh, lined up for us. Give us a little description of the song, too. Uh, you want one of my songs? Yeah, yeah, you got to put one of your joints. Okay. Let's see. Let's, you know, man, uh, I usually listen to my album all the freaking time. I can't even think of any of the tracks right now. Oh, let's see. Um... Well, I'm hearing a little birdie in my ear, my ear say, I know. Um, this track called I Know uh, came about. Um, we were in a situation, we weren't in a specific situation. There was things that was going on with us. Actually, in the beginning of 2009, we wrote this song. And uh, my wife was going through some things, and I actually was writing about uh, how... I felt like God never heard any of my prayers. There's a point in my life where I would pray and cry out because I needed help. You know, and I had a I had a bad lust issue, and I was crying out to God, "I need your help. I need your help, bad, because I don't want to do this anymore. Because it's one, it's hurt my wife, and two, it's hurt my relationship with you. I need your help. You know, I wanted the Lord to just take it away from me. You know, I, I didn't know that through. Uh, practice and um, perseverance that it will go away, you know, or that it get easier, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, I, I wrote this song, I actually, in the of my life, I was mad at God because I felt like he didn't answer me or he didn't help me. And so this song, I, I was basically saying, you know, it's, it's the Lord saying, I know what you're thinking, 
I know what you said. I know what you're missing. That's why my blood was shed. You know, and basically he's saying, I know, I know what you're saying. I know what you're going through. I know your every need. I'm there. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Just stand still. Know that I'm God, and I'll take you through everything that you need. You just need to do your part. You know what I'm saying? Right, so that's okay. where that's where this song came from. All right, man. Well, here it is. I know featuring Frog and Toad off the illustration on CLE Radio. We'll get back at you. I'm wishing that I would have stayed prayed up. Close to God is where I wasn't in the flesh. Do when I messed around and straight backslid. Discipline came swiftly. What used to be easy became hard because the temple was almost empty. I'm doing good just to maintain. But the less I walk with you, Lord, I find myself trying to stay sane. Physical pain got me stressing, trying to cover up depression. With a mask, next thing you know, it's become a task. To keep that pain under, under, can't keep it covered. I try to inhale it myself, but it's like down and thunder. What can we do if we're not close to you? Is it even your fault to blame if we're not doing what we're supposed to do? But then I grit my teeth and drop down to my knees. Called on the Lord Jesus Christ in a seed. He healed my marriage, got peace from a miscarriage. Turn my life around like a wheel on a horse carriage. Like my prayers hit the ceiling I'm mad depressed and I don't know how to shake this feeling I feel like God doesn't acknowledge none of my prayers I still feel vacant He said that you would always be there You said that you would never leave nor forsake me And why is it that sin always seems to overtake me And why is it that my flesh seems to always break me It seems like when I need you the most You're real flaky But my vision was clouded so you had to get my attention You were always there with me I didn't take the time to stop and listen Too busy looking for something crazy and miraculous Thinking you would do Something big like when you raise Lazarus All my life, all I did was murmur and complain And all you want me to do is empty out and drain myself of the wickedness And selfishness that's in within I was missing you in my life So I had to open up and let you in Like God shoot the spot and left you hanging To those that are way down with burdens and feel heavy laden And those that feel the prayers are good enough to be heard And the prayers are disregarded and thrown to the curb Just know that he catches every tear from your eye And it's never his will or desire to ever see you cry He wants us to always be filled with his joy and filled with his knowledge You can't give up, keep pressing in and give us a Christ to break that bondage Holy Culture Radio.
Yo, what's going on? CLE Radio. We back in the building, man. That was I Know uh, by Frog and Toad off the Illustration album, which is uh, came out earlier this year. You know what I'm saying? Um, actually, it came out in January. Uh, you got to go out and get you a copy. It's on. It's definitely on iTunes. That's where I got my copy at. Now I'm talking to uh, the, the wifey, you know, Mrs. Toad, a.k.a. Uh, Megan. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So uh, you probably got more names than that, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting to know y'all names, so. But uh, but yeah, uh, now, for all y'all that maybe might have skipped part of the show, what we're doing is we're talking about, uh, we're talking to couples that, that actually work together in music ministry, doing, doing you know, albums together. Uh, in this case, uh, it's, it's two artists that, that put together something. They're also husband and wife. They're on stage together. They write together. I mean, you know, I mean, we know how it can be being married, so sometimes there can be conflict. You know what I'm saying? So I gotta ask this question. Has was there any conflict in writing songs? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, not so much in writing the song. Because um uh you know, it just how about this? <laughs> there wasn't so much uh conflict in writing the songs, it was more in recording them. Right. Because um I'm the type of person, if it's not done the way I think it should be done, then I just get mad. And uh, <laughs> and so my husband, being a producer, is like, well, it sounds better like this. And me being so teenager thinking I know everything, I'm like, no, it doesn't. You're wrong. That sounds like, you know, typical marriage, man. You know what I'm saying? My wife and I be getting a little little arguments about it. You know, it's funny because arguments come from the dumbest, smallest things, too. Like, it's not the big things, you know. The big things, it's like everyone's cool. But when the small things yeah. come up, it's like all of a sudden everyone's got a nitpick, you know. But no, I mean, it's got to be interesting, you know what I mean, um, to, to, to work like that. So, so tell us about yourself. Like, when you started working, uh, you know, doing the music thing, was, was working with your husband the first time that you ever really went in and recorded, or did you record before that? Um, well, I used to be in a community choir, and um, we used to record a lot. Um, that was a lot different. Um, yeah, we were sing- it was a singing group. That was a lot different. Um, there was just a whole bunch of people. We knew what we were there to do. We just went in and did it and knocked it out and everything. Um, but this is different because this is our own studio, and... Like you said, married people just act different than friends. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know it's, it's a lot different. And I, to be honest, I didn't watch the studio even before. So it, being married just makes it harder for me. <laughs> right. Right. So are you saying you don't like the studio as far as just the studio environment? Or are you just not feeling that that particular studio? Um, you know, I... I I don't like recording. I don't like having to do stuff over and over. If I feel uh, like it's good enough, then enough to be it. <laughs> See, that's the key right. thing right there. That's the key thing. Like, it's so funny because it's so true. Like, men, and, and a lot of people don't, don't know this, but a lot of folks know what I'm about to say. Like, men are 80-20 when it comes to logic and feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like, women are more are, are more feeling and emotional, so they're like 80-20 the opposite direction. And so, like, when you're in the studio, you feel like, oh, good, I did this. Whereas the dude is going to be like, nah, I got to stack tracks. I got to, it makes sense. We got to do it again. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I know when I get in the studio, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm straight. Let's just, I'm done. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it's, it's crazy though, man. So do you feel you learn, you learn a lot working with your husband in the studio though? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I've learned how, I've learned how, I'm sorry. Hello? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to get hung up. <laughs> 
Um, I've, I, I've honestly, I, I haven't per- perfected this, but um, I've learned patience um, because I realize that it takes time. And I don't, I'm, I'm not a patient type of person. I don't like taking time, unless, unless it has something to do with my home, I don't like taking that extra time to make sure it's okay. Wow. You know, so I've learned that, and you know, he he taught me a couple things on the computer. I know how to press record and all that. You know, I do a little something, build something. Man, that stuff really helps out though when you're in the studio and you got someone there to record you. You know what I mean? Because a lot of guys got to record themselves, and it, you know, it starts to get like you know hard harder and harder you know what i'm saying so it's everything helps man it's learning experience and everything so like when you when you uh were writing the album was this was this your first real album though the illustration joint well i, I guess you guys had one before this right yeah okay that's what you was talking about so you guys had one before this so this is your second album together so uh you guys are doing a lot of shows and stuff together what's that like performing together how, how does the crowd take that when you guys come out together um they they really honestly they're really excited to see a female um because our first album i was singing and to be honest i'm i think i'm more of a background vocalist versus a soloist um and so i wasn't really comfortable on stage and that was real evident but when i came out and just started rapping one day you know they were like what no they you know they were really tripping and and so um and, and the fact that I'm a female MC, they they want to they want to hear what I'm talking about. Their ears are open. Be like, man, she's a female, and she might have something to say. Let me listen, you know. So. Right. Well, it is true. Uh, you know, you don't get to see a lot of female artists that you know, that come out and do stuff very often. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely uh, that's one thing about hip hop is there hasn't been you know a, a huge amount of female artists except for maybe like singers, but not really rappers. You know what I'm saying? So like. It's interesting, you know what I'm saying? Now, you rap also, though, right? I know you sing, um, but I think you yeah. also rap on a few of the songs, too, right? I'm sorry? You also rap as well, right? Yeah, I'm the second one. I, I, all I did was rap. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But I know you, I know you sing, too, so... But, yeah, yeah. it's, it's uh, you know what I'm saying? It's definitely interesting, man, to, to, to check out when, when, um, when you have a female MC on the stage, you know? So... All right, so basically, like, when it comes to, to you writing your songs, like, how do you, how do you, like, what's your focus? Like, what are you, what are you trying to get across to, 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 to minister to people? What are, what are some things that you have in your heart? Um, to be honest, <laughs> to be honest, um, this album, I had a whole bunch of ghost writers. Um, oh, really? Yeah, but, you know, I, I did convey to them what I wanted it to be about. Since, you know, this is a CD about testimony. Um... I pretty much my focus and in, 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 um, that I wanted it to convey in the writing um, was just a lot of things that I went through, a lot of things that Christians don't want to talk about because it's the past. And, and I understand it's the past, but you have to relate to everyone where God brought you from, you know, because um, a lot of people go through a lot of things and they try to bury it like it never happened. And, and I'm not one for that. I want everyone to know where I came from. You know, so. Right, that's important, man. That's good too. You, you're trying, you're trying to face things and 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 be, you know, use that to be a testimony to others, so they can hear what you're saying and and, and sharing that with you, which is really important. You know what I'm saying? That's really good. So, all right. So basically, you know, what I'm saying we kind of got an idea of, uh, you know, of, of kind of what you're trying to focus on. Now, are you ever going to do a solo project? Are you looking to do that? 
Yeah, actually, um, is our next project. Eric is our frog. <laughs> He's gonna do a solo, and then I'm gonna do a solo album, and we're gonna do a double disc. Um, wow. Yeah. So y'all, y'all gonna do a double disc joint, but it's gonna be two yeah. solo projects on there. Yeah. And and this one is going to be a lot harder because I'm actually going to be writing on this one, so. Oh, wow, it's going to be a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, man. So what what do you think you might be focusing on? I mean, you, you can talk for your husband, too. Like, what are what are some things you guys are, are looking to focus on with this next project? Um, You know, to be honest, I don't even know right now. I'm at a point in my life where I know that God wants me to do this, but... Um, there's some things that I want him to work out in me before I, before I step in the studio and do it. Um, because I just, I want it to be more of a blessing than this last one. And I feel like I need to be emptied out a little bit more, you know? Right. Right. So yeah, you kind of want to just get, get some things taken care of inside of your heart before you, before you lay it down on, on, on the table, basically. Right, right. All right, I, I can feel that, man. I know what you mean. I know what you mean by that. That's that's really important. Yeah, man. Well, hey, it's getting, we're getting kind of short on time, so what I want to do is give you an opportunity uh, to pick out a song that you'd like on the album that you want people to hear. Kind of share uh, what that song's about to you. You know what I'm saying, and, and why you chose that song. Okay, um, I'm gonna choose. What do you do? And um, <laughs> yeah, it's this song is. This song is basically um, saying, well, my my part in the song is basically talking about things that I went through before I got saved and the reason that I came to the Lord. Um, you know, I, I I went through a lot. Um, I think, well, my home was kind of broken, but I wasn't like on the street or anything like that. But you know, there was a limited amount of love shown in my in my family and. Um, so I went looking for love in different places and found things that I didn't want to find. And um, so, you know, I just, um, my years all through high school just was a bad deal. And, um, you know, it, it, it's a song that leads up to, to how I gave my life to Christ. And um, because, you know, it's saying, what do you do if you're going through all these things and you, you see no hope, you know, and, and basically, the only hope you have is to cry out to God. So, mm. yeah. And that song features Chase Sutton from Genuine Life. So, uh, yo, real yeah. quick, man. That's that's um, that's very powerful. Yo, uh, what would you say to people out there? Like that we're going through your situation, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think it's really important because a lot of times we don't really talk about, you know, uh, what it's like, man. To be, we overlook, uh, not we, but a lot of people overlook what it's like, you know what I'm saying, to be in a situation where where hope is just not around, you know what I'm saying? And and if you don't know Christ or anything about Christ at all, like you don't even know where to find hope. So you to, so you look around for love, you look around for other things. So like, what kind of guidance can you give people out there that may be going through something similar? Um, other ladies, actually, other young girls um, that that may be your age at the time you were going through it. Like, what what would you? What kind of advice would you give them? You know what I'm saying? Um, I would say, you know, focus on your relationship with Christ because if you seek Christ first and the things of His kingdom, then everything will fall into place. You don't need to go looking for anything. You know, if you're looking for love, God is love. 
you know. So all you really need to do is cry out to him and look to him. Um, and all these little boys out here are looking out for themselves. They don't, you know, majority of the boys out here are looking out for themselves and their best interests. And, and they don't really care about your feelings. And so if you want, you know, I know everyone one day wants to get married, wants to feel loved, and, you know, God will bring you that person, but you have to have a right relationship with God first. Wow. Man, that is so powerful, man. Uh, that's real big because, you know, I got a... I got uh, some family going through something similar right now, you know, and you know, it's it's hard when you're a teenager. I mean, it's rough. <laughs> it is not it is not easy, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, uh, that is a very good word. We appreciate that. So the song is called What Do You Do featuring Shay Sutton, right? Yep. Uh, yo, we we matter of fact, before we go, uh, can you can you give us some areas where folks can find y'all music, um, websites, you know, Facebooks, stuff like that? Sure. Um, places that they can find our album, iTunes, um, Rhapsody, <laughs> um, MySpace, um, HolyRockRecords.net, HolyRock-Records.net, Amazon.com. All right, so they should do like a search, just kind of like they should... I'm, I'm sorry, what did you say? Yeah, yeah, do what, uh, do what Eric was saying, y'all. When you, uh, if you're looking for this album, like on iTunes, I just typed in Frog and Toad, and it came right up. You know what I'm saying? Um, the illustrations is another way to do it, too. Uh, but Frog and Toad together, you know, there's not a lot of albums called that. So if you look it up, more than likely you'll find it. You can Google it. Um, and then you can check out the website, too. What was the website again? I even got an enemy. 
please give me some medicine to end this pain. I'm stressed fit, cause I don't know how to change my life. Stuck in the same spot, cause I don't know what's wrong with what's right. What would you, what will you do in the middle of the night? Can't get no sleep, cause it don't feel right. With the hottest Christian hip hop and R&B. Yeah, what's going on? It's your boy Young Hate. You know what I'm saying? CLE Radio doing something new. My homeboy Ma from More Beats. What up, homie? Yo, what up, good? what up, homeboy? What's good with you? Yeah, man, chilling, dog. You know, I'm kind of excited because uh, I know you make a lot of beats. And I'm about to drop an album, and we can talk about that later. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, man. So, yo, man. Right. So, what's what's new, man? What's new with the in the beat world? You know what I'm saying? What you got going on, homie? Well, man. Uh, right now, man. I just uh, kind of just exploring some exploring some different software, man. Uh, I'm using Pro Tools uh, eight eight point three right now, and um, trying to uh, just see what I can do as just stepping up. Uh, you know, bringing my reasons and the purpose together, man. You know, always looking for new, new different things, man. And, uh, you know, um, they got some uh, some banging equipment coming out, man. Uh, I got a part, uh, a website that I go to, man, is always doing man reviews on different keyboards and stuff that's coming out. And so uh, it's, it's really looking good this year for, um, you know, catch for its equipment, you know, getting equipment, new equipment and stuff. You know, in the production game, man, I think it's gonna be a real good year for brothers. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know what I'm saying? I was considering, man, copping a new uh, keyboard, dog. What, what you think, man? Which one should I get? Uh, man, you know, I hear a lot of, um, I hear a lot of good stuff about the, uh, 
Oh man, what's the name of the joint? The new joint, man. The, uh, the keyboard that comes with Pro Tools in it and all that good stuff, man. I just was reading a article on it just the other day. Just the other day. What's the name of that keyboard? Oh man. And you know what? I have to look, definitely get back with you. They do have a new one that's coming out. It, it, it's a keyboard that comes with Pro Tools already in it, you know, all the modules and everything, man. And uh, actually, uh, I, I read an article, some of us talking about it at the damn uh, um, convention out in California. I definitely will get back with you with that homeboy. All right, man. I appreciate that, man, because, you know, I'm thinking, like, if a keyboard's got Pro Tools on it, I could just take that mug wherever I go, drop songs on it right there, and play it for everybody. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm thinking. Right, right, right. It's definitely, uh, definitely mobile. You know what I'm saying? Like you can just set up shop wherever you go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly, dog. I'm thinking like, yo, if I if I need a beat, I could just ride down to Texas. You know what I'm saying? Right. Have a ball for more beats. Drop my track right there. Record right in front of you. Watch. It takes me like eight hours to record. I'm figuring you could watch the whole time. Cause I'm so hot, you know what I'm saying. You can learn a lot from me, dog. Cause right. you, might be, you might be the beat maker, dog. But I'm, I'm the rapper. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Right. You're like the illest beat maker of all time. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, man. You know, I, I just try to, uh, you know, play my part in the uh, Christian hip hop community, man. You know, uh, you know, all glory to God. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, exactly, dog. Like, like all glory to God. You know what I mean? Right, but, right, right. right. It's not our fault that God made us the best of what we do, dog. <laughs> yeah, I feel you, man. But you know, I, uh, you know, I, I, I uh, you know, I just I like to look at it like that for real, for real. I feel you, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's what's up, man. Like, yo, man, I'm gonna send you some of my songs, man. I got this new joint, man. Called it's called called Hater Swag Hate. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty crazy. It's probably gonna drop soon, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I took one of your beats off your off your little beat CD that you put out, dog. So, so it's produced by Mar for more beats. It's pretty crazy. No doubt, man. I appreciate that, man. I'm uh, glad that I was able to, uh, you know, that you was able to use the joint. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, and that was the whole reason for you know what I'm saying, just to be able to get catch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, another outlet man, uh, using joints, man, without having to use second beach. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it helps me out too, cause you know I talk to a lot of dudes, man. But to be real with you, man, like a lot of dudes make beats, but they they don't make beats, dog. You know what I'm saying? Say it again. I'm sorry, bro. A lot of dudes make beats, dog. But they don't make beats. Not banging, not banging beats, dog. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, definitely, I feel you on that, man. Keep putting them joints out because I could use it for my CD, bro. Right, and you know they got they got some, and don't sleep, man, because they got some uh, they got some dope producers out there, man. You know what I'm saying? They got some they got some dope producers. All right. You know, uh, out there. You know what I'm saying? All right, I, don't do do I, I got an idea. Okay. You say that name. I'll say. Cool, not cool. Keep driving. Not cool. Because, <laughs> because homie, K-Drama, you know what I'm saying, see me at the show one time, it didn't sit next to me, dog. He waved at me, but he didn't sit next to me. Next. Uh, Tony Stone. Cool. All right, man. 
About his name made me feel like it made me feel like he gonna shoot me or something. Mac Mac Ten to Dulos, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know, dog. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. Um. Uh, who else? Uh, Cadence. I mean, he he's cool, but not cool because like he always tries to sing cadences in his songs. Like he always try to get on his own beats. I, I don't like that, man. No, he he didn't get on the go hard jump for Lecrae. He did. No, he didn't get on it. Why is he, he called self? Beat. Why is he called self cadence then, man? Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, maybe that's just you know the name he gave himself. I'll right, take this out. I got I got another one. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Israel music. Now see, I would say cool. I don't know if he means he's real or Israel like the country Israel. So I'm not really sure about that one. <laughs> Yo, young hey, man, you wild, man, for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll continue this lesson. You know, yeah, but here's the deal, though, man. Like, uh, yeah. when, I, when I said cool, I didn't mean like cool. I mean, they, they cool as producers as far as they not hot. They, they just cool. You feel me? Man, you serious? Like, like these dudes got major track records, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they they produce bangers. Yo, yo. Did you hear that joint? That joint, K-Drama hit, uh, uh, well, you said he wasn't cool, man. But, uh, even, uh, the new, the new joint, uh, that Ram Soul got, blow your whistle. G-Style, that's hot. Yo, I blew the whistle on that song, dog. I blew the whistle on that song. <laughs> they had direct violation. You know what I'm saying? Of young hate dogs. Like, here's the deal. There's one producer you didn't mention that I think is super hot. That I think is extraordinary. It made banging beats for a lot of dudes. Mm-hmm. Young hate. Uh, you you got the good you got a you got a you got a dope name, son. Exactly, dog. Like you know what you get when you meet me, dog. Like first of all, I produce for Little Bible. You know what I'm saying? Bible. Yo, you know. Who's <laughs> little Bible, man? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think you're making up names, dog. I really don't think you're thinking about it, Judge. I think you just be like stunting for real, man. All your favorite DJs dig this. All your favorite mix shows. And it was hot. Holy Culture Radio. Radio. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Doc Watson, man. We at the part of the show. My man, BJ, gets down with us, man. Gives us some uh, some devotional time with the Lord, you know, just gives us some guidance, you know what I'm saying? Definitely important in our lives, man. Uh, today, the topic is kind of on marriage, really. You know, we've been kind of staying on that uh, that whole route, man. So, uh, with that being said, uh, uh, let me go ahead and, and, and bring my brother, BJ, on the scene. What's up, bro? 
What's good, man? What's good with it? Not much, man. So, 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 what you, uh, what you got in the, um, what you got in the gun for us, man? What's up? <laughs> well, um, I think, um, no, this is a, a good situation, man. I think uh, this is marriage and relationships have, have, I don't know, for some reason, seem like been the uh, dominant topic. Uh, it's always been a dominant topic since God created the world, but things like lately, um, I just been running into people and, and we've had a lot of conversations about relationships and, and what it should look like. Um, I think, um, you know, first of all, foremost, when we look at the culture, um, we see a culture that literally is, is seeking to find love. You have, you know, um, major uh, uh, internet networks like eHarmony, um, you know, any type of dating systems and structures um, that, that really are promoting this idea. You know, even with so much so, if you turn on MTV or BET, you know, they'll tell you, text a certain number to find your, your love. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? To figure out if your best friend is, is your match. And so I think this issue of marriage, this issue of um, relationships, is not something um, that, that we're not struggling with because we are struggling with, but something that is um, taking the culture and um, we're, you know, we're, we're drunk with trying to seek that relationship and trying to find that one. Um, but, but honestly, uh, without God's perspective on what that should look like, then you or I um, are, are no better off than a five-year-old driving a Cadillac. Huh. You know, we're destined to crash and, and destined to hurt anybody else in the car with us. Um, and so, you know, I, I think that's kind of where we're at as a culture is. And before we decide to get into um, relationships, then we need to figure out um, what does it mean to be mature in those relationships? What is it like to, to obey God? Because essentially he is the one who created all relationships, especially that of the marital covenant. Right. When we look at um, Matthew 19, um, we see Jesus speaking with the disciples after having been approached by the Pharisees and religious leaders of, of the day. And I asked them, you know, Jesus, at what point can a man, is it ever, you know, possible for a man to divorce his wife? Jesus makes it very clear um, that it's never um, something that a man should do. He said, any man does it commits adultery. And you know, he talks about, you know, they, they return, they respond with what Moses allowed us to. Um, and he makes it really, really clear that God, God's intentions from the get-go was not that man will be divorced, but that man will leave his mother and father and will cleave to his wife, uh, and the two shall become one flesh. And so much so, he said it's such a new, um, unheard of standard that the disciple says, Lord, well, I guess it's better for these to not marry. Meaning that they had never heard this before. This was a brand new standard, brand new perspective of marriage. When we look at Ephesians, also, this is a mystery that's revealed in Ephesians 5. He says, I'm talking about Christ in the church. And so Paul makes it really clear that the relationship that a man and a woman is supposed to have one another essentially is the reflection of Christ in the church. And so as a couple, you know, married and even non-married, uh, non-married are to be devoted as unto the Lord, finding a joy, hope, contentment, and identity in Him. 
operating in a role. And so, all that to say, a man uh, operating, uh, leading, and loving sacrificially, and leading people into a deeper intimacy with Jesus. And so, a single man's duty and responsibility is to be leading people deep, deeply into intimacy with Jesus. So that wouldn't include a woman, that would be other men. Um, and he would be loving sacrificially. Prior to marriage, the role of a woman is to submit herself to the Lord, put some hope and her joy in her Lord in such a way that she finds all her contentment, all her satisfaction, all her identity in Jesus Christ. And thus resisting her Eve-like nature that wants to rebel against any type of restraint and against any type of authority. Uh, but when the two come together, um, what, what they're both to do is the husband becomes Christ, uh, the type of Christ. He's not Christ because Christ is perfect, Christ is God, and Christ will redeem us. And then the wife is to operate like the church. And so they come together to walk with Jesus as the husband leads and sacrificially and leads into a deeper intimacy with Jesus and loves um, uh, as he loves his own body. And the wife is humbly uh, following him as unto the Lord, what we see then is this counter um, fleshly, counter natural self, counter worldly tendency that now shows a unity that essentially is going to bring a greater glory to God. And, and when we talk about the, the marriage, it's not just to be in a secret place, but it's to be a very known deal. It's, it's public, it's personal, but it's not private. Um, and that's essentially what that relationship is to look like. It is to reflect. All your favorite hits on your favorite network. This is Holy Culture Radio.
and the Lord, he deleted all my steps, had wages for my sin, he deleted all of my debt, so I give him all of my heart, can't you see it leaving my chest, watch it transform into words so I can feed all of my guests, get some press, squeaky clean, jeans, see all of my mess, I was running in them streets, and my every inning was death, found life up in his life, I ain't carrying no stress, been redeemed by the king, now I'm heavy in my flesh, he gave me life, made me right, he the reason why I got breath, he the giver of everything, can't you see the reason I left? And no more I read this word, ain't no formula to no test. I still wanna save the world, won't you join us on this quest? We saving one, saving two, saving three, saving four. And if you see us in your town, then we gain the same one more. Make it five, lift our eyes, skipping face up to the sun. And every other place we go, we gon' take it from the floor. Saving one, saving two, saving three, saving four. And if you see us in your town, then we gain the same one more. Make it five, lift our eyes. Trusting myself for trusting in man, but with my trust in the Lord, I have enough strength to persevere and stand in this walk. It could be tough and it could be testing at times. In the name of Jesus, I destroy my flesh and my evil ways. I will bind. The Lord has plans for me, so I can't let my flesh get in the way. When the Lord tells me to do something, there's only one thing I will say. Now, maybe not, I don't know, but my answer will be yes. I'm gonna be catching a case for sure, cause I'm about to murder my flesh. And by obedience, I'm putting my flesh to rest at six feet under. My allegiance is to Christ, so there's no need to wonder. He provides for me and satisfies my hunger. He can do the same for you, so call him his. His number. I'll say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and your way. I'll say yes, Lord, yes, I crucify my flesh day to day. Yes, 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 yes. I'll say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and your way. I'll say yes, Lord, yes, I will trust you and obey. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. I've been redeemed, washed by the blood that made me clean. So it's only right that I live a holy life, play on this team. I used to do this in the foolish pursuit to chase a dream. But now all I want to do is give him my all to praise the king. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. He laid it down for me. And now I shine what I made of mine because I was blind, but now I see. Hallelujah. Why in the world would I follow Buddha? Or anyone else with all of that yoga and that Kama Sutra? Like that'll give us life. There's only one mediator between God and man, and his name is Jesus Christ. He paid the hardest price, and he died up on the cross for the lost type. So I'ma keep giving up all my life in order to follow Christ. For me, it's only yeses, yeses. Never be no second guesses. He paid the death of the sin of humanity, the resurrected. Because of the grace of the Father, now my death collected. So I'ma be hollering yes to your will until I rest in heaven.
sick of the drama, but you just making it harder. Instead of leaning on God, lean on that almighty dollar. But when that money depletes, who's going to keep you on feet? Because ain't nobody worry about no beers when you're starving to eat. Ain't them times is coming, the birth pains already started. The dollar's losing the value, folks losing their job all around you. And you say it's a recession, but you see I ain't stressing. And you want that peace, you can only find that in heat. Man, I'm talking you sure that one who is and who can't be coming back with his people. I can't wait for that day. I'm just getting myself right. Every day I pray. I'm just getting myself right. Every day I pray. Problems keep coming and you just keep running away. Problems keep coming and you just keep It's hard to maintain. Got a whole lot of money, but they can't cure what you're paying. Trying to drink it away, but it's always there when the morning. Got the cars and the women, but you're lacking some peace. Sauce a turn when you sleep. Always got some things on your mind. Your conscience telling you wrong. Don't want to admit that it's right. Because you're scared of a change. Ain't ready to give up some things. But God said, come as you are. Now do some work on your heart. And the things you used to do, don't want to do them no more. You experience peace. What I know, trees are no drinks. Without no girls on your name You fell love, no more shame And it can no happen to you Just call on his name Problems keep coming and you just keep running Different nations, but spiritually, we come from one. The magnificent Father, Holy Spirit, and Christ is on my math. They off brethren, cause in this case, three equals one. It's divinity, I'm talking about the Trinity. If you're not with it, then in the end, you gon' pay the penalty. If you're hating on Christians, you done messed up, cause they kidding me. We got the same dad in heaven, so technically, we're family. When we come together, we're a mighty force to be reckoned with. We stick together, so you better watch who you stepping with. If Christ is at the head, the chances are you roll the mistakes, and if they're not there when you need them, chances are you roll with face. Go ahead and get attached to the God that's giving us grace. Your legs will get weary, but Yeshua the King is giving us strength. Just stand strong as a unit and continue this race. Losing is not an option, so we gotta win it by keeping the faith. Sharp and 
mind, we praying, fasting, and building. Embracing God's grace, sticking what Christ will is. Headed to our heavenly home, it's a daily pilgrimage. You can tell who we are by the love displayed. Christ gave us his spirit, we're the vessels he's placed. Daily dying to ourselves, now sinful nature replaced. Seek first Christ the genius, so we seek in his face. We're like the most. Sheila. <laughs>
Behold, I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat on him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness doth he judge and make war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except he himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies in heaven clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, and with it he will strike down the nations. And he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself trides the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So when you I pray you see yourself, they know that you're wrong, you knew it all along, so when you hear this song, I pray you see yourself, they know that you're wrong, so repent for the kingdom of God is gone. For a minute, but you didn't want to listen. You were so caught up in popping tags and sipping, running through different women, surrounded by all that sinning. You lost the sight of redemption. Yeah, that life was tempting, but it won't work the fall. But prophets, man, they gain the whole world and lose his soul. Now your savior came back and you won't ready to see him. You was rushing your beam instead of worshiping him. You knew this day was coming, but you thought it you had time, and now you look around and all you see is crime. Place falling out in mid-air, mothers crying, cut that baby disappear. Looking around, but the saints ain't here. The ones greater when you're still gonna be among you, because their life won't be. That's why the saints say God ain't here. Ain't no alien invasion. Just want to make that thing clear. Who cares what media says? We revelation instead. Because the scriptures predicted that Christ would be afflicted on third. Right from the dead, one day come back for his people. And the time is now here. Destruction for seven years. That's called the tribulation. One last chance for salvation. Come on, come on. So repent for the kingdom of God is gone. Come on.